Okay, guys, welcome back to the New Nine Golf Podcast. Today, we have a really awesome guest, and it's someone who is the co-founder of Dormy Workshop. So Dormy Workshop has some of the coolest head covers in golf, um, and we're about to learn a lot more about their brand. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the podcast, Todd Bishop. So Todd, thanks so much for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me to be part of the show. So you're an East Coaster, eh? You're out in Nova Scotia, I believe? Yeah, in uh, right in Halifax, capital. So uh you know, we just had our big snowstorm last night. So I don't know. I've got a game on Friday, hoping that it's going to melt before then. We'll see there, what happens. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we had snow come maybe about two or three weeks ago. And then this past two, three days has been like 15, 16 degrees. So everyone's running to the course to get their last round in. Yeah. So you and I have a couple of mutual connections, a couple of East Coasters. So one in uh, Craig Dale, who I know through Golf Town, and then he worked at my home course, Country Hills, and now is at Modern Golf. Um, and the other connection is Nick Trite. So tell me a little bit about your connection with both of those guys. Yeah, so Craig, uh, probably known Craig longer, just through PGA. And uh, so he was an Atlantic PGA professional and, and was a, uh, a solid player in the region here before he moved west. And, uh, so Craig and I have definitely competed in a lot of events and he's gone on to do some, well, now he's with, I think he's the president of, uh, yeah, modern golf. golf. So yeah. yeah, which is great. I mean, country Hills was really good to dormy early in our, in our, uh, kind of development. And, uh, so he was, you know, as a East coaster, he was a little biased to help get us up and, and going and was an early adopter. And then uh, we already had an existing um, relationship with uh, Modern Golf. So now that he's a president, we're, we're actually, we have a section in uh, Toronto's store uh, in Markham. I think it's Markham. Um, or it might be Miss, yeah, I think it's Markham. But anyway, Modern Golf has a dormy dedicated section. There's, this, there's a whole, uh, you know, kind of a boutique style of whether it's, uh, scorecard holders, shave kits. We've got, um, kind of leisure products like our sweat jackets and stuff like that. So, um, we're looking to kind of get into more of that modern golf is a good launching pad. Cause it's, it's, it's a little more smaller. And as I said, boutique. So, um, we're looking forward to expanding into some of their other stores out West. And then, uh, yeah, with Nick Trites. Uh, have you played with Nick recently? I haven't. We seem to just miss each other every time he comes to town here. Yeah, he's been, I mean, with the Atlantic bubble, uh, he wasn't able to get home. And that's usually what he does. You know, he, he works at Fort Mac and like a lot of East Coasters, they, they do their winters out there and then come home for the summer. And uh, he wasn't uh, able to do that this year. So we hadn't, didn't get a chance to play the Parsboro Open, which is, you know, kind of one of our favorite events that we play together. And uh, he's, he's a big supporter of Dormy and, and one of our uh, top guys. So, uh, and he is one dedicated golfer. He sure is. Yeah, I know, Nick, he was actually one of our first supporters when we started launching just some hats and some kind of small stuff. He was one of the first guys to uh, to put an order in. So it's, it's you know, the golf community, as big as it is, can be pretty small sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, especially with, with the travel and um, East Coasters are kind of bred that way. I find um, most of us have lived outside of the province for an extended period of time. And Nick is no exception to that. So. Uh, Throughout the world, there's all these Nova Scotia, um, you know, and, and Newfoundland, New Brunswick, PEI, though, all these East Coast provinces kind of fall into that kind of, we're going to head out of here and go see what the world offers. And then uh, a lot of us circle back home. And, and that's kind of what we did. 
Totally. My wife's actually from Prince Edward Island, so I can definitely empathize with Nick not being able to go back to the East Coast because that's, you know, the best 10 days of the year is when we go back to the island. So obviously with COVID and what's going on in the world, it was a bummer that we couldn't make it back there. So I know I know Nick would have loved to be back, but he played a lot of Alberta events. Yeah, I think he had a pretty good year, too. That guy hits a ball, man. We'll have to get him in and have a long drive contest with him. He's a big guy. Yeah, there's a few caved in uh, heads that uh, I know that he's he's presented to uh, his his sales rep. And I'm totally. sure they're getting tired of hear, yeah. hearing well, him come coming back with another caved in face. Well, big shout out to Nick. Um, let's dive let's dive deeper into the Dormy Workshop. So it's you and your brother as well, Jeff. That's correct. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff is uh, he's the major co-founder with myself and then Alex, our youngest brother also has uh, shares in the, in the business as well. And he's, he's head of uh, the design department. Okay. What were you guys doing before head covers? We were uh, living down in the U S um, primarily trying to make it um, as players. So Jeff and I more so than Alex, Alex uh, didn't have any interest in becoming a professional golfer, but um he did become a pro skier at one point. We all lived in Banff at the same time too. So, um, so there's a, a ski golf combination there that we've kind of had throughout our, uh, over the years. But, um, when it came to how, you know, how Dormy was founded, um, was the need for finding cool covers that were made out of leather. And Jeff was the first guy that kind of saw it trending that way. I think, it was 2013, probably the first time he had seen one, maybe early 2014. And that kind of uh, was what lit the spark to uh, think about getting some covers. And when he went to get some, he didn't really find, you know, what he was ideally looking for. And uh, whether he knew exactly what it was that he was looking for, I don't know. But uh, certainly that led to um, him thinking maybe we should give making leather head covers a, a try. And that was a little bit of a sidestep for us because we had already started making these, um, they were ball markers that were kind of a game improvement. They had a line on them and uh, we started doing that in like 2011 or 12. So they were, they'd been around for a couple of years and they were fused glass and they actually used dichroic glass. I don't know if anybody had even heard of dichroic, but it's, it's the same type of glass that's in the space shuttle um, to shield the sun's rays and it's it's a really it's a pretty uh dynamic glass it's basically now been banned um because of the chemicals that were involved in, in making it really? so you know we weren't the ones that had our hands in it and um so hopefully the people that were making it for us they did the safety precautions of is that dichroic glass is just lethal apparently um in any case we were doing that and um so that was like, well, we, we had to come to a decision of whether we were going to continue both or we were going to focus on one. And, and we kind of said, well, let's let's do head covers. The ball markers have kind of seemed to have plateaued. And uh, so 2014, the fall, September, the Ryder Cup year, um, that was when we started, you know, really diving into figuring out how to how to start making some covers. Did you guys have a background in leather working or was it a lot of learn as you go? What was that kind of process? The background in leather for us was basically owning Michael Jordan sneakers, uh, baseball gloves. Had I, I just knew a lot about leather through baseball and, you know, having heart of the hide um, mitts. And, um, but in terms of like production 
and understanding where to source and how, what kind of machines you need to actually sew a head cover together had no clue. Hmm. I mean, less than zero. It, you'd have just as good a chance as we would have uh, at the beginning if somebody asked you questions about leather. So was there anyone that kind of showed you the ropes or did you watch YouTube videos or who kind of showed you how to start selling some pretty cool products? Well, we, there was originally a, a third partner at the beginning and he had a leather furniture store. Oh, okay. And it was, uh, they did custom uh, furniture and uh, he had a bunch of old kind of swatches that you'd look at to, you know, if you wanted to get a purple, purple coach, you'd have, you know, a couple different shades and, when those lines would, would end, uh, he just had boxes of this stuff. So we were able to utilize some of those old scraps for numbers and stripes. And, and, uh, and there's a local, uh, store that sold, uh, it's called Tandy and, um, they're all across Canada and it's a, it's a retailer of leather and other leather related products. So we got some stuff from them and really it was, uh, just kind of looking and figuring out who could actually, and who had the, the machines to, to, to be able to stitch this stuff together. And um, so between the three of us, we had, we had some ideas of what the design and what colors we wanted to combine. And we used uh, Kijiji and local tailors to source people who could sew. And right. so they, they started producing very primitive, I mean, these, these covers didn't even have liners. They were, it was just literally two pieces of leather stitched together. And um, we started to kind of figure out the, the sizing a little better. And, and uh, just, you know, the, from those prototypes, um, we were able to at least get it to the point where we thought, oh, this, this looks actually pretty good. Um, we don't know how to do the liner, but I don't think back in the old days they, they, they had liners. So with that in mind, we thought, well, let's, let's put these out on the market and see how we do. So cool. Was, yeah, that would, that would have been, uh, so September, October, two solid months of like paying people astronomical prices to right. get one covered. Up. And yeah. because they were, they, you know, they, they, there was a local Italian guy that we knew and he didn't play any golf, didn't really know anything about it. And uh, so for him to, to stitch it together, it was, it was more of a nuisance. And so there was no, we couldn't really befriend him and there was no interest. It was just like fully transactional. Right. And, um, you know, but we ended up finding a really sweet lady through Kijiji and, uh, um, she had a basement apartment and she converted that into a production facility. That's how heavily involved and how much, how much product we were requesting from her once things started to roll. Right. And, uh, so the area that she was living in, um, you know, we've told the story a few times and some of the people that lived in that area, I won't name the area, but um, there's a lot of meth labs in these apartments. So for, for Jeff and I to be walking up, knocking on a window and just throwing in a gigantic bag, that <laughs> nobody knows what it is. Right. You know, it was lucky that we didn't get arrested for, yeah. for you know, very early in this process. That's funny. I'm going to, I'm going to show you my gamer. So I, I support dormy uh, head covers. This is my driver head cover. All right. Uh, Can you tell me the, yeah. the, the process when you guys uh, made these guys? Yeah. So that was, uh, that was, that was probably midway through the six years that we've been in business and that, that involves French seams. So there's three panels on that one. And, uh, 
as we as we start to under, understand more, we we ended up buying machines and hiring our own staff of uh, of you know leather craftspeople, and uh, some of them had varied backgrounds, but most of it came from the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design. So a, a lot of those uh, students came directly to us as their first job, and um, you know it's kind of funny how they would go to art school but end up working for a golf company. Yeah, but that's that's kind of an East Coast story that. Um, we have a pretty limited supply of, of, of that type of talent and most of it comes from one particular school. So we've actually, uh, we have a really good relationship with them when we're up to, I think, uh, 10 NASCAD students now. Wow. So it, it's, yeah, that, that story alone is, is really surprising. Um, if you, you know, it's a very dynamic workforce that we have, very backgrounds and, all kinds of different ethnicities and, and, uh, background. It's, it's an awesome staff. That's the one thing that we've been really, really blessed with. Um, but that particular cover involves a, a, a technical scene. And then we, because we've gone to great lengths to source our, our uh, leathers and, and we have different leather partners, mostly in Italy, but we have a major supplier in Toronto as well, but that involves the patent leather and, and some of the pebbled leather there. And so that, that's a really clean, kind of stealthy Canadian. Um, you know, if you want to be a Canadian, but you don't want to be too loud, that's a really nice cover. That's exactly why I bought it. My bag setup is primarily black and grays and this head cover. Uh, I think Craig actually extended a, a discount to me and I said, Oh, I want this like right away order, <laughs> order that. And it's held up. Well, it's, it's taken a, a little bit of a beating, you know, the driver can, uh, you know, let us down some days, but, uh, I yeah. love that head cover, man. Your guys quality is second to none that I'm a, a huge supporter of uh, the Dormy covers. Thanks. Um, you guys do so this is something that would have been on on your website that anyone could have purchased something that i like that you guys do is that you also do custom orders i've seen you guys do some like sport jerseys and you mentioned baseball gloves like that's super unique i've never seen a head cover that's a baseball glove have you had any weird requests over the years or maybe something that you had to decline we haven't declined much i mean the the talent that we have working for this that they really enjoy the the challenge it, it becomes more on the consumer and what you know they're comfortable paying so the baseball gloves that was a really big hit and then we, we started doing those a couple of years ago and uh, that was from a request from a guy who was in the LA Dodgers um, organization and he had a mitt and he was like do you think you guys could pull this apart and make it into a head cover so once that one hit and we I mean you know it, it was all run. I know it's, it's really a bad pun, but this thing was a, it was in, as soon as I saw it, like I, I could not believe how clean it was. It was the first one was almost the best one we've ever done. Um, and we had our, uh, this one guy in particular, um, uh, sting. He's, he's kind of the baseball guru because he's an ex baseball player and, and had a very intimate knowledge of the gloves and the laces and how to, how to relace it to give it that baseball feel. So, you know, it's, it's a very, um, it's a long process to, to tear it apart and keep it so that you have all these different pieces. And then from those pieces, you have to have that artistic eye to, to you know, turn that into a golf um, product. And that's, that's where we've been able to marry. A lot of our products have combinations of, or influences from basketball, um, hockey. There's, there's so many varied backgrounds and stories behind each cover. Um, that was part of the reason how Dory began was because it was to be able to express yourself via a, a head cover, which was the most overlooked piece of 
or, or the most overlooked accessory in the in the bag because everybody knows the bags are coated in Callaway and Titleist and all the big name OEMs. They splash it everywhere, and then they sell you the driver, which is further splashed with OEMs. And it's like, well, you're not getting paid to play the product, so why you why are you their billboard for them? Right. Why not Why not be your own billboard of, of who you are? And that's so that's, cool. That's, that's how it kind of rolled. You mentioned someone from the Dodgers uh, wanting that head cover. Have you had uh, any orders that surprise you? That you, you know, you look at the PO or the return address and like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm sending a head cover to this person. Yeah, like certainly the professional athletes. The word has gotten around, especially in in the big leagues. And uh, there's we do have a cover that is there, there's been a little shift because the with the COVID and uh delivery service but mookie is uh and they just won and it was a dodgers cover so the timing there is going to be really interesting of cool. when he gets this cover it hadn't been delivered but it should have been um but nick swisher uh he used to play for the yanks and he was a real kind of feisty uh he could he could hit the long ball but he had a good set of hands he played outfield and infield and um we've become kind of email and and uh friends we were supposed to get some games and he lives down in la now and he does some broadcasting we were supposed to play with him when we were down there but he got his yankees tickets when we were in new york mm. he's, he's an ex-yankee so um all these um interesting athletes and you know like the gretzky's for example is, is another great example of a connection that was based in hockey there was a canadian um you know kind of twist to it and then uh, we got to know Ty, who runs the Gretzky Hockey School out of L.A. And it's, it's kind of a roaming hockey school. But that, that whole family um, is, is almost more of a golf family than they are hockey. That's how big it is, right? Especially with Dustin. And um, obviously, you know, being married into the family, it's, it's even made it more prevalent. So um, doing business with the Gretzkys, that was, that's a pretty cool thrill. Another one was uh, Lee. Trevino, his son no Daniel, um, they've started up a new company called Supermax Golf, and so it's based on Lee Trevino's kind of. Uh, he he's such a funny, charismatic, stylish golfer. Obviously, six-time winner, so one of the greatest of all time, and uh, arguably the funniest, most talented golfer. I mean, Daly would be up there too, but um, Trevino's new line is uh, we they released the head cover a couple weeks ago and so you know you get to meet some of the, the legends of the game through their sons so it, it's it's interesting how the next generation they do um kind of follow their footsteps of their dad so they may not reach to you know the the same apex but they're on the same um tangent and that i, I think is tells a lot about their family values but also golf and and how that how those two can relate, especially in business. So you kind of got three things. You've got golf, business, and just like the passion for for uh, keeping that family family values in check. Right. Oh, that's so cool. Um, do you have any PGA Tour players using your head covers or have you looked into getting like endorsements? How does that stuff work? Yeah, like a, a lot of the guys that we have had use our gear or that are currently using it, we don't have any contracts with. So it's, it's through uh, people that, that we've caddied with. Jeff caddied on the LPGA tour for a while. Um, we, we have pr a pretty good network of friends that way. And um, 
you know, like Zach Suture, um, he, he's using our gear. We used to caddy with his caddy or, or at least his previous caddy. And, um, so there's, there's all these like kind of webs that we've, we've been networking in and, um, Paul Casey's our, our top player. So, and that relationship came through, uh, uh, Mike Francis, who is one of our, uh, you know, in the higher, uh, management level, um, came on as a consultant and is, is working with us now just to kind of help strategize our, our growth. And, and, uh, so he was the VP of Nike golf in wow. North America. And so he knew Paul really well and they've remained friends. So when, um, and Paul Casey's one of those guys, he's a made man and kind of writes his own rules. So he was like, I'm, the current company I'm with, I'm totally over and you guys look like you have a lot of fun. So let's, let's give it a go. And so we, you know, to have a top, I think he's top 15 now. He's been, he's had a really, he had a really great year last year. And, um, he's, he's super, uh, if you follow him on social media, he's, he'll lots of, uh, shout outs and, uh, a lot of interaction with his fans and he just signed a deal with Porsche. So, you know, he's a car guy and we're, and our family are all car guys. So we don't necessarily have the biggest team, but the team that we have, we really work with hand and glove. So like Paul's probably had, I would say 12 to th- maybe 14 different collections that wow. have been made specifically for him for each event. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes they'll wear the same ones if there's a gap in between because of COVID, it, it got a little tricky, but, um, we do a Paul Casey collection for every major. Okay. So we're going to work on the Augusta one um, that's shipping out here shortly that he'll be receiving. And so it, it's great. Like that's the biggest thrill for us. Cause Jeff and I, we, we dreamed of being PGA tour players, but, um, being able to see our product on their bag and be part of that, uh, you feel like you're part of the win and, and there's a really strong connection there with these guys because it, it is small batch and it is very personal and um, it's different than a competitor who would just throw out a bunch of covers. They're all the same color. They wouldn't know half the guys. There's no, you know, interaction where with us, it's, it, there's a, a, a deeper meaning and uh, it just, it, it certainly seems like the relations are, are a little more special and, and authentic. That's incredible. That's so cool to hear. Um, has that gotten you guys any um, good inside the rope access? Obviously, pre-COVID, can you think of anything that you're walking the course? And did you have like an I made it moment? Well, I know Jeff did. I wasn't on this particular trip, but he did get to meet Casey. And uh, he was walking along the ropes and and uh, he, had, he had yelled across and Paul kind of looked at him. He, he wouldn't know him from, from Adam. And then uh, he said, hey, I'm, I'm Mike's friend, Dormy. And he, and Paul just literally stopped in his tracks and he came just beeline right over and, and shook his hand. And then they walked and, and had a great chat. And, you know, like if you were a person in the crowd, you would, you would go, man, I witnessed something there. I don't know how this guy got him to stop like that. Right. But that, that's, that's where it is. That's that authenticity that um, you can't fake that. And so, you know, for our Canadian guys, there's a bunch that have had product that have been given to them through third party. So because we have the NHL license, uh, there's a lot of Leaf fans. So, um, you know, Connors he, and Hadwin, I think they've all in Mackenzie Hughes, they've all had some type of Toronto Maple Leaf gear 
given to them at some point. And, um, you know, we're, we're at the stage where we're trying to focus on getting more Canadian tour guys to utilize, um, some dormant product and, and there's different ways that we can, um, approach them and, and set up arrangements like, uh, with Grand Villette, who used uh, a lot of our stuff over time. Um, he has the, uh, a Dillette foundation. So we would send him a bunch of, uh, covers that he could auction off and help with his charity. And, um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can set it up that doesn't necessarily involve an agent or an agency where it's like this bag, you can get this for a hundred thousand dollars. And, you know, because it, it is, when you start talking to the sports agents, it is a different beast altogether. And right. It's a level that we'll probably have to uh, address at some point as we continue to grow. But for now, um, we're targeting guys that we know are, are influencers, people that we like, people that we know, people who know them, family members. Brooke Henderson's got our gear and she, she has her family crest on her three wood, the ping driver. I know, um, I think Daphne does, she kind of set up like a puppet one that looks like Brooke. Okay. And so, you know, it, and sometimes she has, has the ping driver cover on it. So there could be some contractual obligations that some of these players do have. Right. So for, for Dustin Johnson and Rory at the U S open, they were using our head covers um, along with every other tailor-made player for the uh, fairways. Cause we wow. did a fairway collection in a collaboration with tailor-made. That's so, so cool. That was, that was awesome to see that at the U S open and, and to see those players like Rory had two fairways on his with the dormy tag on it. And he used them for a couple of weeks afterwards too. They were, they were on the bag. So that's incredible. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. That, that was, that was a huge one. That was probably our biggest, biggest deal yet. That's so cool. So, so that specifically, are you calling up TaylorMade saying, Hey, I got an idea for the U S open. Are they calling you saying, Hey, we want something for the U S open. How does that work? So there's a lot of, uh, I'd say courting that goes along with, with the various major companies like a TaylorMade or Titleist. Um, and, and that particular one, we had, Jeff and I were on a, a business trip and we were in um, Carlsbad. So we, we actually went to TaylorMade's head office, HQ there, and had to sit down with their marketing team. And, and uh, that's really the biggest thing is, is to meet the people that are, are making the decisions. And they had, they had known and followed us for a while. So they knew us before we really knew who the, who the people were that were driving TaylorMade. And um, so they, they have their own team of designers and they're far ahead of, they're much further ahead in, in like they, I already know what is going to be coming up for the U S open because we're going to be working on a, a, a little collaboration on some specialty products to accentuate um, what they already have. So, and it's very similar to how the U S open one went. It was kind of a, a last it wasn't last minute, but it was, it was getting to, yeah, down to crunch time and they, they had a, a, a driver set up and they also had a, a bag that was already predetermined and they wanted to have a fairway um, to, you know, accompany those putters and, and the bag. So seeing their designs, they said, you guys go ahead and send us what you think would, would really make this bag pop. So it did, the design work came back on us, approved by them. And then we produced it and uh, shipped it out just in time. That's so cool. Thanks for letting us and the, the listeners on the inside scoop on how someone like Dormy works with someone big like TaylorMade and eventually ends up on Rory and DJ. So that's just so cool. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, for, for Titleist, for example, we, um, they reached out to us just by email one, one time. I'll never, that was one of the earliest emails we ever received from a, an OEM. And, and the same guy that wrote that email, we're still emailing each other five years later. So we've been, we've been making alignment stick covers for Bob Oki and, wow. uh, we're on their, it's either 13th or 14th collection. And some of those collections are doubled down. So we probably produced 16 to 17 different versions of their alignment stick covers over the last five years. Wow. And uh, so we, we went down and once we're in Carlsbad, I mean, that's where everybody is, right? Titleist, TaylorMade, Cobra. Right. You just, you just drive around a couple of blocks and you've hit them all. So coming from Halifax, the furthest point away, uh, we're definitely going to seize the moment and, and get to see and meet people behind the brands. And, and so again, we're going to make sure we take the time to, to find out who it is and develop that, that deeper connection and that personal one-on-one time. It, it's huge in business and uh, it, it can't be overstated that, you know, our part of our success is based on taking the time to uh, meet people at trade shows, go to their offices, invite them to ours. Anytime we can meet and greet people or vice versa, we always take that time to, to see people and talk. You talk about success, but I want to transition a little bit into the failures. This will kind of wrap us up. The new nine, the new nine brand, new nine comes from shooting just garbage on the front nine. You hit two OB, you hit one in the sand, you hit a couple in the water. Uh, new nine is that motivator to start the back nine with some, you know, a positive mindset. That new nine, you know, golf is so much like life that you know you get good breaks, you get bad breaks, and you learn from those mistakes, right? Can you think of anything in in the dormy world, the dormy life that you've been beaten up, you've been kicked down, you've said no but you came out on top yeah um i mean at the very beginning that that was where a lot of uh a lot of the mistakes and a lot of the pain is and and for anybody that's in business i think you have to understand that there is really no direct or easy route to, to get to that final destination whatever that might be and i would say that that final destination may be here but you're going to end up going over here for a while and then, and then come back and maybe cross over. And, and it, it can be a really, um, and some of those routes go backwards and they get a loop back around. And so if, you know, as an entrepreneur and, and, and somebody that's trying to create a, a market for something that maybe doesn't exist, um, you certainly, I wouldn't quit your, your day job. That would be the first thing though is, um, always make sure that you have some type of income and don't put all your eggs in that one basket. But uh, like one of our gaffes was, uh, this was probably an all-timer too, because um, it involved plane tickets. And uh, so it was on a Friday night, all the staff had left. This was in our third year. And Jeff and I were, you know, I mean, we didn't have a very technical um, process system that would make sure that we didn't miss orders. And I just casually looked at the board and I was like, man, was that like, is that supposed to be shipped already? And is that like, cause it says that the tournaments are on Monday and I'm seeing covers here and it's Friday afternoon. And Jeff's like, those are supposed to go, man. And uh, so the, the order was all cut embroidered and, but it needed to be like stitched together. So there was like, you got your liner, you got your front and back of the leather, I've never really sewn anything. This is year three, by the way, like I've done a lot of cutting and, and, uh, debossing and other 
things that are involved with um, making the covers, but I've never actually sat there and stitched them together. Jeff has, thank heavens. So we ended up having to stitch all, we did a, a run of about, I think it was 36 covers. We ran all night. During the night, we bought Jeff a uh, round trip ticket. And I'll, I'll give the city, it was Toronto. It was a Toronto destination, so not too bad. Um, a little more expensive than a UPS shipment. Right. But uh, <laughs> we sewed all night. Jeff packed a suitcase full of uh, dormy head covers, and off he went to Toronto and hand-delivered these things. Wow. So the tournament did happen on Monday. Um, but as an owner of a business, you're not going to write a course and say, yeah, your, your tournament gifting uh, for this event is not happening. Yeah. That's just the kiss of death, you know? So that was probably one of the more uh, humorous stories that we were able to save. That's so cool. One, one other quick one. Yeah. Was a run of 390 covers going to, um, it was uh, Dave Thomas and uh, for, it was a charity for benefiting uh, kids and, the spelling had, and, and this was, we took their, the Dave Thomas embroidery file, put it on and, and so sent it off to the embroidery guy. He sent it back to us and then it gets, you know, he's a digitizer. Anyway, he changed the way how you spell benefiting. And we didn't notice because why would we like it? Yeah. We didn't, the file was set. All we needed was to be digitized. Anyway, the whole 390 plus covers got embroidered with the wrong. Come on. Oh, yeah. So then we had to um, go back in and we can, and there's a way that you can actually uh, fix that. But we had already made half the covers were already sewed together. So we had to stitch rip them and then reapply. Re, uh, and, and, and like our staff, we've done a bunch of when you get really good at something, you also learn how to deconstruct. Right. It's just like, uh, you know, if you're going to buy a remote control airplane, they always say you should build it first because you're going to crash it. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing with head coverage. You got to know how to like tear them apart too, so you can fix them. Oh, and, uh, that, that was another massive, that was the biggest one of all time though. Was that wow. 390. Well, I'm glad you guys figured it out. That totally wraps us up. Todd, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to join us and I'll send you the uh, final cut when it's all uh, done and edited. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for connecting and uh, look forward to hopefully meeting you in person. Right on buddy. Yeah. We'll play for sure. We'll talk to you yeah, soon. Definitely. Thank you. No strokes. No strokes. No strokes. Like it. Cheers, buddy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, that wraps us up with our interview from uh, Dormy Workshop. Thanks so much to Todd for joining us. We had a couple connections, and it's funny that we just haven't really crossed paths before. Um, awesome company, awesome story. Their head covers are fantastic. We'll put a link up to their website so you can check out what they have going on. And, uh, yeah, you know, to really come full circle to it trying to play full-time um, to then getting into the golf industry to then PGA tour players using your stuff and meeting all the great personalities that you talked about from the Gretzky's to the uh, Trevino's like so crazy. So big ups to them. Check out their website, Dormy head covers, do what you can to support your golf community. Maybe you've seen a Dormy head cover in your pro shop, buy it there, give them your business as well. So support the local golf community where you can hope you enjoy golf throughout the winter. Maybe now you can sneak off to a vacation. Regardless, we got lots of interviews, lots of reviews coming out. Subscribe to the channel that helps us a ton give us a comment uh, below uh, what you like what you didn't like and we'd be happy to respond to you guys so thanks again for supporting the new nine golf channel we'll talk to you next time